This is the Vanessa House Bottle Share, a show about the local Oklahoma craft beer scene and the people that make it happen. Now let's share a beer and share stories. All right, this is episode, what, four, I think, right? This Cut. should be four. That's what no, this said. is good banter. It is four. It is yeah. four. You were saying that earlier. Yeah, right? it is Edit four. This yeah. Out. yeah. No, so it's, uh, it was Shay, Joel, Sean, Sean. Cabin Boys. Yeah. Yep. So this is it. Yep, yep, Okay, sweet. we're starting over from this point. No, I mean, we can leave it. <laughs> I like it. Honestly, just some soft banter before. Right, you know? right, right. So yeah, episode four of the Vanessa House Bottle Share. Uh, we're, we're back. We've been gone for a little bit. It's been crazy. Uh, but it's fun. We've got a new guest uh, in tonight. But this is a, a podcast where we just get to know people in the industry, talk about why we like the industry, and uh, drink some beer while we do it. So I'll go ahead and let our guests introduce themselves. Yeah, I'm Austin McRoy with Cabin Boys Brewery. Awesome. And I'm Hunter Hillenberg. I'm the uh, chief of sales at Cabin Boys Brewery. Excellent. Austin's the brewer. He didn't say that. But uh, one of the founders. It's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <laughs> little I, details. I, 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 I brew the beer. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, as always, Zach Smith, chief badass at Vanessa House Beer Company. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We need to change yeah. our uh, yeah. logos. Yeah. I mean, just make it up at this point. That's what I did yeah. just like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's Andrew uh, Corrales, uh, just the guy that's here. That's just the guy walking around the brewery. Like they let him in <laughs> That's again. My title. They let him in. Do you have keys? I thought we put a sign up, no. but they still let him in. The problem is everybody's got keys. Like that keys like all across the state now. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, and one thing we did mention, Cowboys, you guys are out of where? We're out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma. So this is our our first uh, Tulsa people to come down and, and oh, hang out right with on. us. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we all brought and then we'll, we'll pick a beer. So I'll let you guys introduce your beers first. Sure. Uh, the beer that we brought from our own brewery was, uh, going stag. Um, and it's a Belgian single and we actually just released this in cans about a month ago. Um, and it is just a wonderful summer crusher. Um, a very cool Trappist style beer that not a lot of people dive into. Um, and it has a just a really fun bouquet of flavors and aromas, such as like uh, candied pineapple or dried pineapple, um, and a lot of mango going into it. Um, and that comes from the hop that we put into it, and it's a smash beer. Oh, so okay. single malt, single hop, uh, and we dry hop it with the same hop. Um, and we use Barca Pills. Uh, for the malt, and then we use Holler Blanc for the hop. So um, it's a really fun beer. It's a little bit hoppy, but also at the same time really balanced with uh, a malt backbone and uh, a lot of the, uh, the Belgian esters that come with the Trappist style. So cool. um, really a summer crusher, um, and it's being received really well. Nice. Hunter. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the other two that we brought are uh, some kind of sentimental beers for – Austin and I um, were really into the Belgian styles. As you can see, we brought a Belgian single, um, so we thought might as well go with the theme. Uh, so we bought uh, Le Fin du Monde, the Belgian triple from Unibrew, and then we got Chimay Blue, uh, just a good old standard quad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, you're taking earlier. It's been a very long time since I've had any do, Chimay. Do you remember when people were like, hey, have you had Chimay Blue? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that was a thing. <laughs> I do. Back I mean, in the day, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you find it in your bar? It's, yeah. 
man. But it's just such a good like go to, and I haven't had it in so long. So yeah. I was like, maybe bring it. five Let's bring years. It yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, cool. cool. Uh, well, we brought uh, some new stuff on the horizon from us. Uh, we brought a, a new uh, cerveza that we're going to be looking to release hopefully by the end of next month. It's uh, called uh, Destination Wedding Prickly Pear Cerveza. Uh, it obviously uses prickly pear in it, so we're pretty excited about that. I'm not a brewer, so my description's not going to be nearly as great as yours. It um, tastes like beer. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good example. It's all you need. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's uh, no, we're excited to get that out. Um, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's got a nice little pink hue to it, which is always fun. Aesthetics it's, are always good. Uh, yeah, and then we also have our IPL. Zach, you want to talk about the IPL? Yeah, it's an IPL. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about right. Real dope. <laughs> real dope. No, um, I don't know the malt backbone on it. Like, I don't know what malt he used on it, but oddly enough, he used Hallertau Blanc on it. Um, no way. So, yes. All right. It's so a great we've got a little We've got a little bit of symmetry there. And then I believe he's used mosaic, mosaic? in it as well. Um, but this is going to be one that uh, that I think Cody, our head brewer, dreamed up um, because, honestly, we were, had some lager yeast, and we are like, hey, let's do something with lager yeast. And so he was like, let's let's make ourselves a little IPL, a little IPL action. And he really wanted to use the Blanc as well. I'm like, all right, go for it, man. Make it happen. I don't know that I've, I've, I tasted it like off the fermenter, but it was still super green. So I haven't. That's tried the last it. time I tried yeah. it too. So it's, it's fairly, it's real new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right on. And it plans to be a taproom only type thing, cool. Sweet. Uh, where cool, destination cool. wedding will be a seasonal release. That's how the so. single was birthed. We yeah. just wrote the recipe within five minutes because we had a fermenter open, and we were like, "What beer do we want to drink?" Yep. And then we threw it into the fermenter and the tap room blew up. Yep. It was really fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. That's nice. Well, of all that, what do y'all want to drink first? Well, hold on. I didn't announce what I brought. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Got a little H2O in here. <laughs> McDonald's, by very, the way. It's very, got some, some very complex flavors in there. Hey, with this heat, BPA it's important. Free, Stay probably. hydration. There's absolutely, it's BPA heavy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask, they'll put it in. Yeah, they don't, Can they're you not add extra BPAs it? for that? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, with with that, uh, where do y'all want to start? We'll let the guests choose. Uh, honestly, he keeps referring to one guest. So, like, are you I guys, said guests. He said guests. Okay. All right. I He's, said plural. There was an S in there. I'm assuming you guys uh, are like one symbiotic person. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, sometimes it feels like we act that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's start with the cerveza. Yeah, just, let's give it a shot. Cool. He's, uh, he's looking at me like he wants me to do it. Well, I mean, you I are mean, the I can... closest. <laughs> this one, right? Yes, sir. Okay, gotta set down my the, uh... cream ale. Actually, yeah, we have our we have our oh. drinkers on the side, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. gushed on me. It it no it did. Deal. Okay, do that. tell me there's not like three glasses. Oh, there's, oh, there's, there's there should there's be four. Right yeah, well, one of them the has glass shards in it. One of us here of the four doesn't have headphones. So just it's a new setup. We all walked into it. So. He's doing a great job with the pours. Hey, that pour. was the first one pour off the trailer. It's always hey, hard. It's hard. That was a serious the pour. There was like no spillage on that one. Yeah, it was impressive. Impressive for a crawler. Beautiful. Look yeah. at that. I think they design crawlers specifically to spill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's they need to like invent a, a crawler f uh, funnel. Would you say they were built to spill? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, Anybody that gets that reference gets a gold star. You know, <laughs> I, I, last weekend went to go see a built to spill concert. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
Built to spill. Don't I they can't awesome. say that I've listened to them. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't spill at all and then hands it off and spills it. And it's it. just everywhere. It wow. does have a wonderful pink hue yeah, to it. Yes, and it's perfectly a clear. You have a wonderful pink hue. It's got a nice <laughs> blue hue. We went through the, uh, the Vanessa House uh, centrifuge. Oh, yes. We do not have. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The uh, loan's still pending for that one. Yeah, they declined that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They said you can't make hazy IPAs with a centrifuge, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. So All right. easy peasy. Yeah. There we go. Well. Uh, wow. So now it's time we just get to know you guys. So sweet. Let's uh, y'all pick who goes first. But typically, the question I like to start with is, how'd you guys get into craft beer? What made you fall into love with craft beer? And how'd you get here? Hunter, how about you answer that? How I fell in love with craft beer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, I was in college, <laughs> as most people were. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just drinking Bush Light on the daily. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no, and then uh, and then one of my friends came up to me. He's like, dude, I got this bomber. Uh, well, he didn't say bomber. He said, I got this really big beer, <laughs> and it's called Tank 7. Um, oh, okay. And so, yeah, uh, we tried Tank 7. Tank 7 was my first craft beer. Um, fell in love with a beer that actually tasted like something. Um and then from then on, I actually, so I went to OSU, um, and there was a liquor store called Brown's Bottle Shop. That's been brought up before on this podcast. Yeah. So, man, they have a pick six there that is legendary. I think mm-hmm. it's like $10 pick six beers, and it's, it's great. So I would go in, me and my buddy uh, would go in every Friday before the weekend and pick six beers, and most of the time, I was just picking off what the label looked like. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a dope label. This one's pretty cool. Like, didn't know styles at all and just started drinking craft beer and started falling in love with it. At the same time, Austin was kind of, he was already into craft beer, so he was sending me, you know, different ideas, different stuff to try. I think uh, the first time I had Prairie Bomb was in my fraternity house. Uh, mm-hmm. We weren't supposed to drink inside the fraternity house, so I had it in, like, a McDonald's cup, I think, actually. <laughs> um, so, Suck yeah. But, Suck it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just kind of started with Tank 7 and then went from there. Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, oh, gosh. My journey with beer and craft beer. Uh, I'm going to kind of sound douchey right now. Um, <laughs> my, we can edit that. Yeah. <laughs> my... Fix we, it in post. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. We could. No, I won't say that. Just add some I'm sounds. I'm just spilling my heart here. <laughs> uh, so my first beer was actually at Oktoberfest in Germany. Okay. Um, and it was Polaner. Uh, and so that kind of birthed my uh, beer adventure. And I really never looked back. So I never really had the Miller Light, huh. Coors Light journey that most people had. Um, I, oh goodness. I hear uh, that is the Miller light of Germany though. It, I, I don't know if that was true. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, he's I think it is. Right I, now. I, <laughs> it could be true, but he didn't know it before. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was whatever. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it probably is. <laughs> um, I did go through in college when I was poor, a lion's head. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've movement. all been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've had a few nights with that lovely beer. Um, and I'm sure we all have, but, um, other than that, uh, I, outside of college, I moved in with a friend, um, 
and we needed a hobby and my wife was like hey um we you're just watching netflix at night and uh you're being a lazy bum and you need to do something with your life you're more interesting than this and so i i watched sam calagione's uh show i remember that show it was like yeah. one season yeah. right maybe two i think it might have been two yeah um and the one thing that stuck out in my mind was i can brew beer in my home and so i pitched it to my wife and i i was like hey i think i'm gonna start brewing beer in the house and she was like sweet well this is actually a hobby i can enjoy too <laughs> and so uh i actually started drinking craft beer after that I, I had had some uh, experience with Coupe F5 and whatnot, but didn't really know what craft beer was. Uh-huh. I just knew that that was a, a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once I started homebrewing, I think this was back in 2012, um, then I started getting into craft beer and following Prairie and uh, Marshalls and, you know, really starting to know the Tulsa scene. Um, and then... Uh, my wife and I moved to Japan shortly after that, uh, after really being hot and heavy in the uh, home brewing realm. I thought so you were going to say I know, I thought hot oh, and heavy yeah. was going in the wrong <laughs> direction. <laughs> we just had this night, being, like, let's go to Japan. <laughs> really? After being really hot and heavy in <laughs> the beer world. <laughs> the pause was good. Nice save. Um, <laughs> But the interesting thing was, um, so moving to Japan meant that all the craft beer was gone for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, I think that they have something like 80 uh, breweries in Japan now. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. But when I was there, it was like four <laughs> craft breweries. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one of them was actually Hitachi no Nest, which was with uh, within like 30 miles of my house. So that was really nice. But... At the same time, we started a little coalition homebrew club around our apartment. And I started writing recipes and having a lot of fun. And uh, then I started talking to my friend, uh, Ryan Arnold, back home. Like, hey, Oklahoma's kind of ready for a new uh, craft brewery. There's like, at that time, maybe 10 or yeah, it hasn't there eight. wasn't a lot. Yeah, yeah I, was say, I would say less than ten. Less, yeah. Like yeah, eight or six or eight. I mean, I think that we were when we were starting to write the business plan. I was in Japan and he was in Oklahoma. Still, um, we were kind of our goal was to be one of the first, the, like one of the first ten breweries in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Uh, so it was early on in the Oklahoma scene, and so I cut my contract early. Um, and to make this story short. Er, um, <laughs> uh, we moved back to Oklahoma. I applied for Siebel Institute of Technology and Dumans Academy for the World Brewing Academy and got accepted, thankfully, passed a test. Yeah, right, right. And, and uh, then we moved out to Chicago shortly after and then uh, completed that side of the course and then moved over to Munich. And uh, we were over there for four months and then graduated and then moved back and then that's my journey with beer and then became the head brewer of Elgin Park because uh, Eric Marshall hired me on Mm -hmm. because he needed someone to take over that brewery because he didn't have time to be a brewery down there Um, 
so I was the head brewer over there uh, for a year while we were brewing out uh, or brewing out, out, building out Cabin Boys Brewery. Still kind of works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I at the very beginning when I was hired, I was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to start my own brewery," I'm and they were like, "This is this is perfect. Uh, we'll just have you brew for a year and then." hire someone and then you can train them. So that's kind of my journey within the beer world. And we started uh, Cabin Boys Brewery after all of that in 2017, November 24th. The uh, shocker that the brewer's uh, craft beer journey is just a little bit longer than mine. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so I just had Tank 7 and then I loved it. I, I, so, so, to def- like, so to defend his story here, to defend his story, he actually came on um, about, I would say, maybe 10 months before we opened Cabin Boys Brewery uh-huh. um, because he was he boldly sent us an email, uh, my cousin. So Hunter is my cousin. Okay, right, right. Um, and he boldly sent my dad, not Ryan and I and Lisa, <laughs> an email well, saying... Well, I figured you guys were busy. I don't know. I was just like, well, let's... Work around Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, email pops up in my dad's feed, and he's like, hey, Hunter uh, sent me an email <laughs> asking for a job. And uh, so Hunter was our first person to actually grill. I don't think it was an interview. It was more like interrogation. We, yeah, we drank <laughs> beer, and then you started asking some really hard questions, and I was just kind of like – semi-buzzed and was just really <laughs> going with the flow, I guess. I don't know. But he threw a wrench at you at one point? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you could dodge a wrench, you can sell a beer. <laughs> exactly. But it was and the, that was the uh, deciding point. I actually <laughs> dodged it, and yeah. they were like, all right, you're on. And we, and we brought him on board, and uh, the his first task was to actually buy a six-pack every week Yeah, that in was college. Man, that was hard. Yeah. It was hard. They were like, you got to drink beer, and I was like, ah, okay, if I have to, yeah, I right. guess. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> so, what's the, uh, the 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 name Cabin Boys? You guys have a decent story behind that name, right? Yeah. From what I understand, yeah. I want you to tell us more about that. I've talked enough, Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's sort of your story to tell, but I helped out a little bit with the cabin, so I can tell a little bit about it. Um, so I just like, rambled. Yeah. Like Austin said, uh, we're cousins. So his father, my uncle, um, came to him. One day it was super random as kind of like a midlife crisis sort of thing. Yeah, I had sort of opened up a company that was a landscaping company. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is a great idea to ask these guys to uh, build a cabin with you. Yeah, so this is how many years ago? Like, Oh, gosh. Um, This would have been 2010. Yeah, so almost almost 10 years ago or nine. Um, So comes to him with a drawing of a cabin on a uh, napkin. It was a napkin. Yeah, so... At McNally's, actually. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, good place. Lots of uh, good ideas started at McNally's (laughs) after a few beers. Um, Too bad, but mostly good. So, anyways, um, they have um, some land out in Catoosa that backs up to their house, and he's like, hey, he had a drawing of a cabin. He's like, we are going to build a cabin out behind the house, um, and we're going to use we're going to chop down the trees and use the surrounding wood and we're going to build a cabin from the ground up um and austin being the uh dreamer that he is was like okay and (laughs) didn't really ask any questions about it um so over the course of like three years 
Uh, uh, it, nine months. Why did I think three years? It's it, a big difference. It it took three years to actually seal it. Okay. Three okay. three to nine months to actually get the roof up. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> nine months, three years, same thing, right? Basically. Um, <laughs> so uh, they built this cabin uh, back behind their house, and um, it just became a gathering place for friends and family. Um, we would go out there for Christmas. Um, we'd go out there for just gathering around and eating food. Um, one of the cool things about out at the cabin is that there's no cell service. Um, it's really hard to get a signal. So because of that, you have to put your phone up and actually have good conversation. Um, there's a big, long community-style table inside the cabin. So we would always sit around that and just have good conversation, hang out, enjoy each other. Um, and then, you know, once we got a little bit older, uh, started enjoying good beer out there. Um, and yeah, it just, it kind of just became a gathering place for friends and family that were really near and dear to our, it was really near and dear to our hearts. Um, so with that being said, um, whenever Austin and Ryan were sitting and talking about, you know, creating this brewery, Austin, um, one day was driving in the car, I think with Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so he was driving the car with his wife. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, so they were hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. We were hot and heavy driving in the car. In the car. Ooh, uh, that seems dangerous. <laughs> I've heard some scary stories it's about that. It's all about practice. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, he was like, you know, if we're going to do this, like, what are we What are we going to call ourselves? Like, what's our What's our name? And immediately Lisa was like, well, you guys are the cabin boys. Like, you, you built the cabin. The cabin is who you are. Um, and so it just kind of happened supernaturally and super not supernaturally it happened that would have been awesome though. easily yeah. easily not yeah. supernaturally um <laughs> and then uh yeah it just kind of was who we were so um we developed that um if you've come into our tap room before uh you'll notice we've got some uh long community style tables that are kind of uh supposed to replicate the one that we have in the uh, cabin um the Tables that are built uh, in our tap room are actually from a 85-year-old ash tree that was yep. about 300 yards from the cabin. So oh, we nice. fell a tree ourselves, milled it out with an Alaskan mill. Um, I did all of the sanding, okay. like probably 300 hours of sanding, honestly. <laughs> okay, the, I might have done like 20%. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a two-inch belt <laughs> sander that uh, sanded out the all of the bar top, the two different tables, uh, benches, all that stuff. And it, it took forever, but it ended up being awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was a roundabout way to say that we are uh, the Cabin Boys, and that's how we got our name. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I for me, that's why I've always kind of thought you guys are cool. We have not the same story, but similar story in the fact that we're a bunch of dudes, a bunch of friends, and we're named after a, a, a domicile, if you will, a place where you live, uh, the Vanessa house where we all kind of, like, came together in college and all that stuff. So... That's cool. Just that there's a lot of similarities there uh, in that naming convention. So, so why was it called Vanessa? Was it on like Vanessa Street, or why was, was it called Vanessa House? My ex-wife. <laughs> it was her house. It was. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> shouldn't have asked. <laughs> it was Vanessa Drive. Yeah, that's okay. the name of the street yeah. it was on. Gotcha. So, mm -hmm. like, whenever the bars let out, or we were done studying at the library, <laughs> one of those two scenarios. Yeah. We one were of like, right. Let's it was back to the Vanessa House. Yeah. Gotcha. And continue studying. <laughs> Whatever one does. Rock band or Halo or something stupid. Yeah. Airsoft gunfights Airsoft were always gun fun. Fights. There you go. I don't, we, 
I don't surprise the cops never got called on the airsoft gun fight because <laughs> we would like storm the house. We'd be mm-hmm. like, there's two people inside the house who are defending it, <laughs> defending their stash. <laughs> yeah. And then there's two people outside that have to break in and, you know, arrest yeah. people. with you know these airsoft guns with like and justin his were like super realistic which actually we never let him use those because they fire too hard. Shot too hard but still even the ones that we had were some were pretty realistic my guess is just the neighbors were like oh these it's a damn college kids again <laughs> yeah. you're breaking into the house <laughs> please yeah. hands up they're yeah. like oh my god right, right. oh let them it's every week <laughs> oh, even let them have their fun yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so a lot of good times there. So, well, um, you guys ready to crack it's another crack beer? Time yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's crack time. <laughs> it's crack time. You guys ready to smoke some crack? <laughs> hey, you got any more of that crack? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think it's our turn, Zach. You want to pick the next one? Uh, no, you pick. Uh, all right. Well, well, I think we need to do um, the smash. All right. Oh, sweet. Smash and dash. Some, some going stag. <laughs> yeah. Going stag, it's a smash. So the beer. reason it's called going stag mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. because a hot and heavy thing. <laughs> everything <laughs> refers back We're to come back to hot that. and heavy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. So I mean, going stag is whenever you go to so prom to do that on your own, own, right? Oh, you can do it. Right. Say that what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So go, going stag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Going stag is when you go to prom on your own. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a Belgian single. We were trying to like have a play on words. We were. What was? Uh, Plur, plur, purely plutonic, I think, was one of purely them. Purely plutonic. Yeah, that was uh, one, the right. name that we were kicking around. Uh, but we ended on going stag, so just going to prom by yourself as a single. Um, so on the can is a little uh, disco stag. So what I'm prom. hearing is that you are marketing your beers <laughs> to minors going to prom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caught me, I'm I guess. No, I'm going to get Nancy no. drinks on this. <laughs> Tonight, uh, it is grace. not Tonight. prom. He does not say that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, no, go stag uh, to the bar. Go and stag to the bar. That's 21 and up. That's, that's what we what meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> to the discotheque. To the discotheque. Yeah, that makes yeah, yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. We did like a we did like a beer that was, because uh, we're nerds. Like, we're huge just nerds with video games. We did a beer that was named after like an item in Fortnite, because we're all, we suck at Fortnite, but we play it. <laughs> we get killed by like, I swear, four-year-olds. But, oh, they are. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. But we did a beer, and somebody was like, "I really think you need to rethink this. Like, you're marketing to like the four year olds that are whooping our ass." Oh, <laughs> uh, I think you're overthinking it. Yeah, and let's be clear. I've tried Fortnite a couple times, and I'm liking worse than that. It's such a hard game, man. The, there's too many buttons. It's, <laughs> it's so it's hard. gone too far. It's gone too far. The four year olds have taken it over. Yeah. I just stick to you know. PUBG, something hey, that's like Halo. Yeah. Anybody uh, heard Halo. of Halo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was never, I'm not a good gamer by any means, but at least in Halo, I could get to 10 kills every once in a while. <laughs> oh, I've, I don't think I've ever gotten 10 kills in Fortnite, but. Yeah. Like, what's your, uh, what's the best Halo game? Oh, geez. What was the last one we played in college? That's the one that I'm still. Uh, three came is, out while we were It should be so hands be down. Halo it's three. Halo 2. Yeah. It's Halo 2, right? Dude, Halo 3 for me. Oh, man. I think <clears throat> I think most people prefer. I really don't give a shit. So <laughs> I'm not coming in hard on opinion, but yeah. I thought two was like the one everybody like loved. So, I mean, so I'm just I'm just lost. I I, I don't game. <laughs> yeah, We're gonna... I'm with I'm the novice gamer as well. So yeah, hey. I'm with you. Yeah, I play a lot of I play them, but I never good at them. 
we'll, good at much in my life. We'll, we'll get back on topic. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I kind of yeah. No, this is no, this is part of it. Topic. This is part There's of no it. No reason to be on topic. Yeah. Okay, there is yeah. no topic there except for no hot topic. and heavy. Yeah, hot and heavy. We are going to read. How can that. we bring? If that you do not make a beer called hot and heavy, honestly, you mess up. Why don't we? I mean, we could do a collaboration sometime and call it hot and heavy. Yeah, weird. You heard it here first. First news, folks. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. Three so years. Next question. Next question, Your Honor. Next question. Well, so- you know, I'm gonna go Mueller. I'm not really gonna get into that. Okay. It's in the report. <laughs> it's in the report. Yeah. Not gonna comment. Uh no. So yeah, so so we got your backgrounds. We're yeah. figuring out what you we got, what got you into craft beer. And we're looking at them. We're seeing like what's next. Are we at are you going to make beer? Are you making beer? So just what's going on now? Tell us what Cabin Boys is about, what you're doing now actively, and yeah, all that good stuff. Bring us to the present. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. We just went through a little bit of an expansion phase. Uh, we brought in um, about, in the, in the last six months, we brought in three new tanks, um, just so that we could actually come down to Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for distribution. So we're happy to announce that we're down here. Um, we don't have a lot of accounts down here, but mm-hmm. it is growing and it's good. Um, our beers and cans in liquor stores and restaurants, uh, we have it on draft. Um, so that whole build out within the last six months has um, been excruciating. It's been stressful. It's been fun. Um, but also at the same time, it's been a lot of um, interesting growth within Tulsa. Tulsa is actually catching on for us uh, pretty heavily, um, and we see a lot of growth within that. And um, so with all of the stress of the installation of new equipment, um, we're having a lot of fun um, seeing a lot of new customers and whatnot come through our doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that's allowing us to do is not only celebrate that Oklahoma is getting around the crap beer industry and um, buying better beer than a lot of the water out there. Um, right. Um, we're getting to do a lot of really cool creative things uh, within the tap room. And um, even, I, I mean, I would say the growth pattern of Tulsa and Oklahoma city has allowed us to release going stag, um, without any kind of worry within our minds, um, Mm -hmm. that it would flop or anything like that. Um, so this is a pretty, the, this beer that we're drinking right now is pretty indicative to our spirits, even though that we have, you know, bearded theologian and, uh, cornerstone, which are more of the suave, uh, beers out there and their labels are more to that style. Mm -hmm. We have such goofy hearts uh, at Cabin Boys Brewery, and that's why we have a dancing stag in a suit. Not at prom. Not at prom. prom. (laughs) At the discotheque. I repeat, discotheque. Um, But, yeah, so uh, that gave us a lot of confidence to release something like this and really be proud of it. And um, so uh, we'll probably release, gosh, I don't know, maybe four or five different new beers uh, later this year within the tap room. And we might even see more go out to distribution next year from um, being able to be more creative and have more tank space. Um, And really people being – 
curious uh, within the market of like, hey, what does a Belgian single taste like? What is that? And uh, or what does a black lager mean? Like, why does this look like a stout and actually taste like a lager? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunter, do you have anything? Yeah, I mean, you you pretty much nailed it on the head. The the expansion has kind of allowed us to just kind of start creating stuff and get back on our um, creative mindset. Um, there for a while, it was just a grind. I mean, we mm-hmm. we had a certain amount of tanks that was allocated to a certain amount of beers, and it was that day in and day out just cranking it out. Um, and now, thankfully... Guys, beer doesn't poof from thin air. Right. I, I yeah, don't yeah. know if you know that. It does take what? quite a while. Um, yeah. no, what so, the hell is Evan doing so the, <laughs> Who knows? The expansion phase was, yeah, it was stressful, and it was, you know, we were having a great time while doing it, but now it's kind of allowed us to get back into our fun mindset, our creative mindset. So we've got some new beers that are planning to come out. Um, we've also starting to plan the 2020 distro releases. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just kind of almost been a breath of fresh air for us. Absolutely. Um, well, and in our head brewer, I actually, so he just had a kid and I was able to tell him, Hey, we have the tank space to, you know, let you write a recipe and make a baby beer. It was, and that just brought so much joy to his eyes because he's, He's ne- he he's been a brewer in our brewery, but only a cellarman elsewhere. And so for him to hear that he can write a recipe himself right, right, in, right. in celebration of his baby, it's not right. a baby beer. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> well, yeah, it actually it. kind of might be a baby beer. <laughs> Getting younger. God, we went from prom to <laughs> children. You're like, going the wrong <laughs> way. Uh, Leave it in a whole market segment here, like the 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Market to anyone you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to take That's what cigarettes did. <laughs> no, well, even newer jewels are just, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. It's been, it's been such a fresh, like, breath of fresh air. Austin and Ben, our head brewer, have been able to kind of, like, sit back down and start talking creatively again. And me being sales and not being as... Uh, in on that conversation, but seeing it from the outside looking in, it it excites me and it gets me mm-hmm. stoked. Um, we're, I mean, like I said, we just released the Going Stag, so gets me something excited to go out there and uh, you know s- just sell the crap out of it and something that's fun and something mm-hmm. that we're excited about. So that's kind of where we're at now, um, out of our expansion phase and into a whole new era of cabin boys. It's it's always an ever-changing journey which i'm sure you know yeah over there at vanessa house i mean For sure so when did you guys launch again what was what was y'all's 17 november 24th <laughs> boom boom got Man, it the dude's got a yeah. brain yeah did look at the big brain on brett <laughs> big brain <laughs> yeah no i mean because i mean we're, we've got some similar things going on we've ordered some new tanks uh we've got a couple 60 barrels coming in we're pretty excited about Dang, heck yeah put those <laughs> things up and, and it's going to be crazy seeing those things take up a bunch of space. <laughs> it but will take up literally every inch <laughs> Yeah, that it, space we have. Yeah. And I am not interested at all. And, well, they're not they're not going to put anything in them that needs dry hopping. So. Oh, yeah. No, that would be – do we have – We'd have to get a scissor lift. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
do it from or the roof. We're really good. You open the. <laughs> I do have a question. We just open the. Open no questions from the, the roof. Room. Thank you. <clears throat> oh, all right. <laughs> That's no, how it uh, works. So, how do you plan on standing those uh, sixty barrels up? We plan somebody? on getting <laughs> somebody else to do it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> we stood all the other ones up. And Never again. Not a chance in Hades. <laughs> You're telling Never me, again. Man, we thirty I, barrels are about. Um, that's the cap. I oh. think Evan like took years off his life standing <laughs> because he's the only one that knew how to drive a forklift yeah. of us. And oh, no. so he had to dr- he had to handle all the forklift duties, and he'd just be up there like his guys, anxiety. The, was the listeners the out roof. there standing up tanks is not what you see on Instagram, where it's like bloop 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 bloop. Up. Oh, it's no, up. no, no, no. This it's, this is a moment. It's tears. It's fear. <laughs> Lots of drinking. Yes, <laughs> that was another band reference. Also, oh, true. Tears for fears. <laughs> tears nice, for fears. Bro. Lots of two. Oh, almost throwing up. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> pure. How many vomit. injuries did you guys have? We had a few. We like have, in ooh, the build out. Suffered. We did. Whoa, in the build out. Yeah. Oh, Which God. you know, standing um, tanks oh, up, I, all that stuff. We I just sliced the, like nobody at OSHA can. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I sliced the living tar out of my finger when we were building our uh, walk-in. <laughs> so our get this, our walk-in, our first walk-in, we with the expansion phase got a new walk-in. Thank a, the a Lord. walk-in is a big refrigerator for beer. Mm-hmm. Big old one. Um, you so, walk into it. <laughs> yes. Or like drive forklift. Mm-hmm. Or that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so our walk-in that we got was a dinosaur. It was used and came the to us. One? The first, first one. one okay. Yeah. So it was in pieces. We got it, and so they come in like panels. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way that we knew how to build it was off of two photos: one photo from the inside and one photo from the outside. <laughs> and so they were literally—they didn't give us any instructions. They weren't like, "These are the top pieces. These are the side pieces." We had two doors. And a bunch of panels that all looked the same. But there was a way to put them together. So anyways, we end up looking at these. I'll make this story short. Anyways, we looked at these photos. Took probably two or three days to put this walk-in up. I was carrying a panel and sliced my finger almost off. Um, Said some choice words. But Mm -hmm. I think that was honestly our only injury during the build-out. I'm, man, we got lucky. Yeah, I yeah. think we were good. Yeah, we had plenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've talked about a few of them on this I thing mean, before. I mean, minor scrapes and bruises, but injuries to this like, like pride, 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 yeah. soul yeah. for sure. Yeah, our, ours, uh, our, ours uh, were small too. Yeah, they were they were all small. embarrassing. Yeah, our the walk in build out was terrible for us though too, and we had a lot more than that. We had instructions. They weren't necessarily the clearest. They weren't great instructions, <laughs> but like. We did have some. Uh, yeah. We knew what part was the top <laughs> and what part was the side. Dude, we looked at, like, marks on the panels. Like, we started like, nicknaming oh. them. Yeah, I was like, oh, this one's got, like, an old splatter of beer that kind of looks like uh, Exclamation a, mark. Yeah. It's like, okay, so the exclamation mark goes next to the weird upside-down cross. And then, the, <laughs> <laughs> and like, literally, that's how we piece it together. Upside-down cross, huh? I feel like that's why you have the issues you did. Yeah. No, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe it was 100%. should have been flipped. It's the gone. Other way than it was. It's just, gone now. Okay, okay so it's gone. gonna go better for you guys. You've cleansed it. it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. This brewery is clean. <laughs> <laughs> is that Cartman? Yeah, kind of. Cartman doing something else. So, yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Oh my gosh. Cow. Yeah. 
count. Are we ready for yeah, uh, let's do another one? Yeah, another one? yeah sure. So whose turn is it? It's y'all's turn, I think. Sure. Hunter. I already picked Cat. the Cerveza. Oh, oh, you. Uh, Dude, either IPL or Lefendimon. <gasps> Sorry, I was just making it dramatic for the yeah. <laughs> we 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 just drank one of ours, so we'll we'll end with the extracurricular yeah, beers. Yeah. I like uh, that. Let's do with the IPL. I like All it. All right, okay, cool, cool. Cut cool. it open. Yep. Okay, we're gonna. It's in a. It's in a growler. So we're gonna have to fight through some. Uh, yeah, you guys keep talking while I find where the seam of this electrical tape. Yeah. From Hades <laughs> yeah. even is. So this beer is still in the bright tank. So it's. Oh wow. Yeah. So this is fresh off the bright. It is sweet. Is it uncarbonated? No, it's it, it, carbonated. It's okay. carbonated. So yeah, fresh so. and so clean, pack clean. It like maybe Monday. Monday, yeah, yeah. So packing's right like on. right around the corner. Do you have a name for it? Uh, this is a Spanky lottery pick. Noodle. <laughs> it's not. That was in the running. What was it? Lottery Spanky pick. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Say bananas. it again. <laughs> I could keep Spicky McDoodle. Spicky McDoodle, yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. All right. Let's get back to real. Lottery pick. Lottery, Lottery pick is the pick. name. Yeah. Awesome. So we used to play a lot of uh, nice. rec league basketball. Okay. None of us are any good. So it's very kind of. similar to the Fortnite issue. Very similar to the Fortnite <laughs> issue. So it's uh, a little bit ironic. None of us got drafted. Just like, gotcha. It's the lottery pick. Yeah. Alanis Morissette wrote that song about. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, bring her into this. It's a little bit topical since, you know, the, the Thunder of. Traded away everything for all the picks. Yeah. So, my gosh, have they just. Yeah. It's time to rebuild. It's the first time the city's going to go through that. So. Yeah. Just yeah, Hopefully it works out. Yeah. It will or it won't. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. Either <laughs> That's way. That's a hot take, everybody at home. Either way, we will drink beer yeah, and be go. totally fine. At least we've got libations to get us through yeah. the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So while he's pouring the beer, you know, I think where we'll talk next is about uh, had to grab grab the vessel. Uh, We'll talk next about, you know, what you got going on now. What's uh, kind of the future plans? Okay. Because we just finished up what you got doing now. What's uh, what's next for Cabin Boys? Where do you want to see things go or hope to see things go? How freaky are you guys going to get? Yeah, like like this hot and heavy thing. Let's let's talk about it. Where's it going? (laughs) Well, let me tell you. Honestly, I had nowhere I was going with that. Uh, Take the big bottle. Pass that doobie. <laughs> Everyone, Harold is uh, next to me, and he's too close. Everyone, Harold is uh, the guy helping us out tonight. Thanks, on the Harold. tech side. Harold's being weird. <laughs> Thanks, Harold. Okay, so future plans. Um, Man, how far into the future are we talking? Like, like how far have you gotten with negotiations with A.B.? That's what we're talking. Mm. Is it happening? Well, so. <laughs> is it happening? Are you the next Wicked Weed? It's at least one billion. Okay. Good <laughs> yeah. for y'all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're, they're saying maybe two. Oh, so okay. They were literally asking us to pay them. To take <laughs> <laughs> and we're thinking about it. <laughs> and we're considering it because, yeah. my God, I'm stressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just so, want to sleep again that night. Wow. IPO. Dank. Dank it's, as hell, it's isn't it? It's got the dankness. Dank. It's got the dankness. When you said pass the doobie, it you is were, that, that you were like, not wrong. This is totally different from when we, I tasted it on. So, listeners. Like it, it's definitely, like, moved into a new level of Yeah, dankness. listeners, yeah. this is a actually pretty clear, almost slightly hazy IPL that literally tastes like a North England IPA. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. This is, is 
It's very Pretty pleasant. Yeah. They don't yeah. Very easy yeah. drinking. Um, so, okay. Oh, probably like the next year-ish. I mean, I can tell wine. you future of distribution yeah. if you want to hear that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Um, so, Drizzly. Me, okay, so I've got, uh, I got to give a shout out to John. He's um, the sales rep uh, with me. His name's John Holiday. Um, he's honestly been killing it. He's one of the main reasons why we've been able to move to the city um, because we felt like we were in the amount of accounts that we wanted to be in Tulsa. Um, so we, um, and he was a big help in that. Um, and then now we are in the city, like Austin said earlier, um, the plan is, is to just sit back and well, sit back more like sit forward and just grind for mm -hmm. probably a year of just trying to get as many accounts in the, rest of Oklahoma. So when we started out distribution, we were distributing only to the Tulsa area and like the surrounding, um, it was just basically like Tulsa Metro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jinx, Owasso, Broken Arrow. I mean, yeah. we had some in Grove, uh, randomly, but so we wanted to get our feet wet and get our groundwork in Tulsa. And, and then now we're in Oklahoma city. Um, and the plan is literally to just grind it out for a year and I was looking at my schedule uh, two weeks ago because July has been one of the most busy months I've ever had and I found out that it's not going to slow down so everyone say a quick prayer for me and John uh, we are going to be <laughs> yeah. uh, very busy for about a year straight and let's hope it pays off and what that means for the listeners out there um, it, just be prepared to have us down here in the southern part of Oklahoma which is Really mm -hmm. cool for us. Yeah. 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 And that's probably like a lot of events and stuff too, right? Like, Dude, so that's the sale. Like, we're getting into the crazy. I feel like uh, there's two major event seasons for craft, right? It's that early spring and then into November, October timeframe. Yeah. It's yep. just insane. And that's a big part of the sales rep yeah, is yeah. getting out there, representing the brand and, and working those events. So, yeah, yeah so, you've got all that coming up. Yeah. We oh, got yeah. events. I mean, we're uh, planning like pint nights and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. Where a pint night in Tulsa is super easy because it's a five, ten minute drive. Mm -hmm. We try and go to all of our pint nights. So, excuse me, uh, Oklahoma City pint night means right. a lot more. <laughs> so that's an hour and a half drive for an hour of chatting it up with people. So it's just going to be a lot of driving and a mm -hmm. lot of work. But Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we, so that's like the same thing we face when we try to go to Tulsa. Right. It's so much it, it you're right it's so much more difficult you want to get out there we we do the same thing we try to be there and get people exposure to right. not only the brand but the people behind the brand and when you try to do that it's becomes uh taxing cumbersome and taxing <laughs> yeah. on the individual right? right when you're when you're up there doing those things yep. but so it's all worth it at the end but yeah yeah everybody out there listening like drinking Vanessa House and Cabin Boys Brewery in opposite cities uh -huh. and opposite sides of the state, that gets us jazzed. Yeah. Because yeah. That, it takes a lot of effort and a lot mm -hmm. of work to get fresh beer to you guys. And it's it's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. Drink Cabin Boys and drink Vanessa House. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. Yeah, yeah. We'll cut this. This is just a question real quick. Um, doc, this is a serious question. I know that I don't ask this. You guys self-distribute? Who's your distributor? Uh, so RDC and got, OKC, right? Yeah, so we've got... RDC L and OKC. I knew yeah, that. So LDF and yeah. the Tulsa area and all of their 
um, counties and then RNDC for the rest of the state. Gotcha. So yeah. So as um, uh, as fellow RNDC and OKC, we can. That's a that's a nice little. As fellow RNDC and RDC, OKC. OKC. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I mean, we're we're stoked about it. Yeah. I think yeah, it's gonna be absolutely. I think it's gonna be awesome. Just, damn, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yep. Okay, so the question was, uh, where oh, are yeah, we future. and where we're, where are we going in the future? Um, for me, uh, as a brewer and knowing that we're going into um, a lot of different places in Oklahoma now, not just Tulsa, um, and having a lot more tank space, it gets me really excited because my team is ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, but also at the same time, we've prepared and gone through um, this expansion phase that has allowed us to bring in larger tanks to supply all of Oklahoma with. But, excuse me, um, this allows um, Ben and I, the so I'm the master brewer, Ben's the head brewer, um, to collaborate and really become more creative on the taproom front and supplying Tulsa and possibly o the rest of Oklahoma with maybe some more one-off releases. Uh, this scares Hunter drastically. Um, but um, you can start seeing more um, uh, creativity from us and, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, you know, maybe some more left field uh, style beers and, but, but things that are very dear to our heart and something that, we might not have been able to brew and that will probably happen within the next year or so. Um, so we're going to be bringing on um, basically a table saison that's fermented with a white wine yeast strain here pretty soon. Uh, we'll probably be bringing on a Hefeweizen. We'll be bringing on um, a Belgian IPA or a double Belgian IPA um, at Cabin Boys. If the least listeners out there, um, we're very Belgian heavy, and um, although that we do like drinking IPAs and everybody is scream screaming for more IPAs, mm -hmm. we want to stay true to our heart and what we're very passionate about. So we're going to be bringing that Belgian uh, ester-driven beer style into the IPA realm here pretty soon, which will be a really cool adventure for us, you know, uh, dealing with how the hops uh, react to the yeast um, because the listeners out there, the Belgian yeast strain actually clings to the hops uh, more. And so the esters are brought down and subdued a lot more. So we're trying to figure all that out and how we can uh, balance a Belgian IPA really well. And it's going to be a really fun adventure. To put that in layman's terms, uh, the hops will overpower the Belgian. What do you want to? How do you put esters into layman's terms? <laughs> Smells. I mean, no, aromas. Aromas. Yeah, it's like uh, so. The 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 Belgian yeah. esters are uh, going to be overtaken from the hop. Yeah. Aromas. Yeah. So, Austin is. Uh, an incredible brewer and he tends to start saying things and just doesn't really realize that no one knows what he's saying. It's like, it's like, Hey dude, chill out, chill, like say it normally. <laughs> what was the, uh, we did a tasting for a group, whatever the group was, it was a restaurant group. We came in and Evan was helping us. It was, I think it was RDC actually. I think it was RDC. And it was so funny. Uh, Evan gets up there and he gets real into it and he's, 
getting real into like the science words and the brewers words behind it. And I could just, I could, I don't know. I, I don't know if the, the, it came over them, but I was, I just, I was, it was so funny to me that he was just getting into it that much. I couldn't help but say like at the end, like for all those that didn't take chemistry, you know, it's like, it, but it, it's great because that's what, honestly, when the brewers do that, it's really when they're like, that's coming out. Like that's who they are. That's their passions. Oh, they yeah. know. So it's super cool when they do it, like from our standpoint, uh, but they, it, they all do it. It's just what oh, yeah. brewers do. I say they like he's not sitting there. Sorry. <laughs> they, he can hear those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can hear on. you. Those yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've Stop seen. I'm talking in third person. <laughs> several people just like glaze over when he starts saying Esther's. It's like, okay, good night. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Yeah, I'd be useful. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next beer. It's your go. Yeah, I think it's next beer. This and this is. This is Chimay. Uh, yeah, I think Chimay. it's Chimay. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Chimay is a uh, Belgian quad. Yeah. The Chimay Blue. Yeah, Chimay Blue. Can I get the Chimay? Can I get the Chimay? Chimay? Chimney. The Chimney. Wait, how much is that beer? That's the Did one. You say this? I'm not paying for this. Twelve dollars. <laughs> oh my god, for a one pint? <laughs> it's not a cheap beer typically at a bar. That's no, the it's really. I, I was yeah. actually surprised with the like twelve forty nine or something like that yeah. for a bomber. Like how Andrew, your, oh, I'm, a, I'm taking, ASMR, the, ASMR, I'm ASMR. taking the cork out of this bottle, and Andrew leaned away from I'm him. like, I'm not, even, not even close to him. <laughs> do it. Do it. Oh, All right. That's going to be real good. Spread it on. <laughs> Hot and heavy. Oh, uh, gosh. So, Zach, do you know less? I think we all talked about it a little bit but before you got here. When's the last time you had a Chimay? Can you remember? Um, I had one last night with dinner. No, you didn't. I was gonna say <laughs> you see, he said that so straight face. Like, There's no way. Oh my gosh! I had, my guess is at least four years. It's been so long. And Andrew. Just oh, Andrew. Four years harder Ooh. than the 80s. Hold on. Hard. It's pour. fine. It's after, fine. After you give me so much help. Hardcore quad. <laughs> yeah, it's what I do. It's been a minute. I'm excited. Nine percent. I didn't. I was shocked. I thought it was going to be in the upper twelves. Um. Yeah, like shot vodka, you can get it there. <laughs> just, just so you know, the listeners out there, quads are normally in between nine percent and twelve percent, or actually eight percent and twelve percent. Yeah. Um, the bearded theologian at our uh, tap room and distro is eight point four percent, and the reason why, and I didn't know Chimay was this low, but uh, the reason why we chose that within our own brand was so that. Uh, we could bring out more of the uh, aromas and uh, notes of the malt rather than booze. Um, and it's actually more indicative to the traditional style of mm -hmm. the Trappist ales because they didn't know what ABV was yeah. 400 years ago. Right. Um, they just knew that if they threw in more malt, they were getting more drunk. So what they estimate Smart. is... Yeah. Uh, Smart. Smart what they person. estimate... What the quads were back then were about eight to nine percent. Mm -hmm. um, so ours is rained back to the eight point four range, and um, it, it, it's because it's a celebration of the f the flavors that the quad is supposed to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what is, what's your take on that? <laughs> That's uh, my excellent take on, uh, addition. I mean, to I can <laughs> I can tell you my take. It's going to be a little bit like 
about the same thing. I mean, we just. I don't want to hear it then. Okay. I We've mean, already got that. it's uh, 8.4%. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a little bit lower on the ABV than most quads. <laughs> the reason. How being, do you market that beer? <laughs> yeah. How do you market it? Yeah. <laughs> Not so yeah we do it uh to my <laughs> just kidding uh, uh but can we talk about this shimei i mean shimei. sorry i know we're not really supposed to talk oh, about we the beers talk about but this like sh- you can oh, talk about whatever you want yeah. this is uh it's oh it's open form at this point super lots of stone fruit it is super lots tasty. of carbonation mm-hmm. yep. yep it's been uh, so long <clears throat> since i've had this beer it's pretty it's really good it's been so long i'm happy we're having it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. It's you don't one, get you drunk. It's one of those beers that I see it every once in a while, and I just, like, man, I need to have it. that. It's been a while, yeah. and then I just don't for some reason. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know if you're like me, but a lot of the times, like, I'm, I'm in this like support local mindset, yeah. And so, like, if I have a chance to drink like a local beer over a Chimay Blue, I'm I'm gonna do it, and that's just kind of like where the mindset and the heart that I guess all of us. Right. local breweries are at um so Chimay to starts to go to the wayside uh but it's always good to revisit it yeah yeah we need to colonize mars and then boom <laughs> now all of a sudden it's local <laughs> there we go problem solved yeah. <laughs> i'm drinking this earth beer it's great <laughs> oh my like, god i ain't drinking that neptune shit <laughs> Dude, I heard the Mars got that dank shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> Mars. Y'all come at me with Mars. <laughs> but, guys, have you had the Pilsner from Moon? Ow. Is that zero gravity moon, bullshit? Moon dust, that, dude? They dry hopped moon dust. Yeah. They measure, they measure gravity different up there. <laughs> yeah. hey, huh? Whoa. What? Oh, here we go. <laughs> zero gravity. There you go. Well, guys, um, I think we've kind of went through what we do, and we've got more beer to drink, and we'll totally probably keep drinking. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of like the end of the show. I'd like to give a chance to you guys kind of just tell us if there's – I kind of covered the mic up for a second. If there's anything uh, you guys want to plug in the next two or three weeks, um, go ahead. When's this going to go? We're going to try to get this out uh, within a week or two. Uh, It just depends on how much Harold wants to help us pass today, seems like, probably. Uh, (laughs) After you insulted him, probably not much. So we'll plug something like three months from now. There we go. That works. That's totally fine. (laughs) That's That's totally, it works. You know what, I mean. Yeah, and just tell people where to find you, where to look you up online, offline, if you've got the uh, what what was it the uh, the not Facebook uh, from the league? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I know. It. Everybody remembers. Yeah, oh. it's like the not Facebook where he's he's got like a real wall. Like, <laughs> it's like a cardboard <laughs> thing. Yeah, where to find you on that uh, stuff? So yeah, um, we I guess our biggest event. Well, we've got two. Um, we're planning an Oktoberfest. Um, that's gonna be really fun. Good. I bet that's gonna be mm-hmm. dope. We're uh, going to brew an Oktoberfest. It's going to be a Fest-style beer rather than a Marzen. Okay. Um, All right. I like that then, idea. And then, obviously, yep. our two-year anniversary is probably going to be our biggest party of the year. Um, November 24th. Um, it's going to be dope. Lots of beer releases. Um, several one-offs. Um, just in order to keep up with that, I guess, follow us on social media. Um, Instagram's just at Cabin Boys Brewery. Same goes for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, our website is cabinboysbrewery.com. Um, tell you a little bit about our story, a little bit about our beers. 
Um, you can see photos of Austin and I because it's got our staff on it. If you want to look up what we look like, uh, <laughs> they're pretty handsome guys. Not gonna lie to you. It's my, been rough. It's, it's been my rough. Face. Lies. <laughs> my All face. My face. Lies. <laughs> Andrew's yeah. hot and heavy over there. Uh, <laughs> they got me a hot um, bothered. Yeah, I mean that's that's all that I can think of the plug. What what about you, Oz? Uh, just go out and look for um, the Kolsch and Huntman out in uh, Oklahoma City right now. Um, look for the Going Stag and Bearded Theologian here in August uh, to come down in distribution. Maybe, maybe possibly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface that with maybe. Hunter scared. <laughs> maybe, baby. It's not that easy, guys. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I get, you. Yeah, I get what you. you're saying. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. they'll be here soon. Yeah, we'll just come say soon because that's very vague. Yeah. But I will. I will reiterate um, the Fest beer coming out into distribution. Uh, for Oktoberfest season. Uh, we'll be releasing that hopefully the last week of September. Mm. Pay attention. I would thought you would have done it in October since it's Oktoberfest. Well, yeah. just a little history. <laughs> just a little history. There we go. September, the last week of September is actually when Oktoberfest happens in Germany. I've never heard this before. This is lies. Lies. <laughs> um, Other than yeah. that, uh, Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, thank uh, you guys this has for been having us. Awesome. Yeah, it's absolutely been talking with you guys the entire time. And <laughs> yeah, thank you to the listeners to out there that record. listen to this banter. Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, no, appreciate you guys for coming down from Tulsa to hang out with us. Um, it's always fun. This, like I said, this is just kind of a, a ton. You guys earlier, this is always kind of a little pet project, something fun to do. It was something a little bit different and an exciting thing to do um, for us. I'll say that August. Uh, it was going to be a big month for us. We got three big new beer releases that we're planning. Sweet. We we taste two of them tonight. Our IPL uh, lottery pick and Destination Wedding uh, Prickly Pear Cerveza. There's one other one we didn't have ready, but we're also going to be releasing uh, Bathroom Dance Party. It is a cherry limeade sour. We're super excited about that. Woo! Check our social media. Bathroom Dance Party. Is that like where you... you as a young child had a picture you, with your we friend to young children. <laughs> we were grown adults dancing in the bathroom. We're not the only ones. <laughs> yeah. You're not. You're not. Uh, so big August coming up. Check our social media at Facebook and all that good stuff. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, MySpace. And <laughs> Check AOL. Andrew out on MySpace. Tinder, <laughs> Tinder Grinder both. A, what? My no. grinder too. You guys uh, remember the t-shirts that said MySpace equals death? Do you I remember do that? I not remember that. I what was it? Morbid. Let's not end up such a morbid time. Oh, you know, you wanna, if we want to get morbid, I was wondering, like, is there any chance that you guys built that cabin to cover up dead bodies? <laughs> it was by a swamp. Because <laughs> that's, that's a good service. reason. It's also by a river. You can just... Whoosh, I'm telling you, something doesn't add up here. Right. Hey, right. you know. Yeah, so anyways, we'll check someday. all this stuff out. Andrew's trying to get us back on topic. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to close it out. That's it. We got beer to drink. Um, let's just, uh, yeah, thanks again. Thanks, guys, for coming out. Enjoyed it. And stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah. Peace. Thanks for listening. This has been the Vanessa House Bottle Share. Make sure to get out and support your local craft breweries by visiting the many tap rooms. You can find Vanessa House at 118 Northwest 8, right in the heart of Automobile Alley. You can find Vanessa House on Facebook at Vanessa House Beer Co. 
You can find Vanessa House on Instagram at Vanessa House Beer Co. You can find us on Twitter at VH underscore beer. And you can check our website out at VanessaHouseBeerCo.com.